Today's podcast is brought to you by Blue Canary. The bird has landed on beautiful Bainbridge Island, conveniently located at 499 Madison Avenue. ASE master technician Clint Ramsey brings over 15 years of experience, award-winning diagnostic skill, and a desire to reinvent the automotive repair experience. Schedule an appointment online at bluecanary.biz or call them today at 206-451-4220. This segment of the Bystander Podcast is brought to you by Eagle Harbor Insurance. We don't sell insurance, we help people buy it. This has always been their motto and continues. They understand every family has different insurance needs, be it coverage or premiums. No two cases are the same, and they will always do their best to guide you into the proper coverage to fit your budget. They are here to help anytime. Give them a call at 206-842-7410 or contact them online at eagleharborinsurance.com. Our podcast is brought to you by That's The Sum Pizza. Using a 120-year-old starter from the Klondike Gold Rush, they make unique sourdough crust that can't be found anywhere else in the world. That's The Sum Pizza also delivers wine and beer. Call 206-842-2292, order online at thatsthesum.com, or download That's The Sum Pizza app on Android and iOS. Congratulations to the team of Alan Raymond and Will Grant, who brought home the first place trophy from the recent Caputo Cup at the Pizza and Pasta Show in Atlantic City. I got something for your mind, body, and soul. Bystander with a couple of high schoolers here, Ian Drury and David Nickenen. How you guys living? Living pretty, pretty good. Nice. A little tired, it's but it's going. The life of a high schooler, you're always tired, right? Yeah. yeah tell me about that. What is um, your time management like? It seems like you have a ton of homework. You have activities to go to. Um, I believe both of you have girlfriends um, off and on. Ian's looking at me a little dark, like, <laughs> I don't want to go that serious yet. Um, how do you manage your time? Ian, uh, Ian go ahead well, first. Okay, right. Not very well. Uh, it's just kind of hard. There's always something going on with homework or sports or friends or girls or whatever. It's always, 
there's always something going on, always something to do. So, and it's kind of hard to balance everything and make everyone happy that you need to make happy, including yourself. That's, that's tight, right there. I mean, it's very important that you you make time for yourself and make yourself happy. David, what kind of time managements do you struggle with? Um, for me, it's just being tired all day. I mean, I do get a lot of sleep, but I try to sleep as much as I can because, like, either I'm doing homework or studying about something or hanging with people, and it's really hard to satisfy everyone because the parents always want you to do something else too. So, Yeah, is parent expectation difficult for you? For me, it's not as much, but I know for a lot of other people it is. Um I still get pushed by my parents, but not as much as other people do. But um, it's it's a good thing. It's a healthy push, I guess. Yeah, you got good parents for sure. Um, Ian, when it comes to your parents um, and their expectations of who you are and what you're becoming and all that, is that a lot of pressure on you or they handle it well? You handle it well? It's kind of a, kind of a back and forth kind of deal. Like sometimes it's good, sometimes it's not. They seem to want more from me than I seem to be able to produce all the time. It's always like I can do certain things well, but not everything else. So I have trouble, sometimes trouble with school, sometimes not. Sometimes trouble with being at home more and not. It's just kind of a back and forth kind of deal. So it's not always bad. It's not always good. It's kind of just neutral for me. Do you you feel um, undue pressure that you always need to be doing something? Yeah, I mean, I feel like everyone on the island feels like they always need to be doing something. It's like, it's not just me. It's like every single kid here is like pressed and pushed as hard as they can to do the best that they can and become something, even if it's not exactly what they want. It's what their parents want. It's kind of just forced. You don't really have a choice. David, do you feel similar? Yeah, um, it's definitely situational, but I think... That's one of the biggest things that kids will tell you is that, like, even if they don't do what they want to, their parents are making them do it because whether it comes to sports or studies, like, you get down to it and these kids are doing, like, sports that they haven't wanted to play for two years, but they're still playing it because their dad wants them to or you got their mom wants them to take three AP classes and they don't really care about the class at all and they're just doing it to satisfy their parents or um even their grade, I guess. Do you feel there's a huge pressure for you guys to go to college and obtain AP classes and certain s- scores and standardized s- testing? Yeah. I mean, uh, just <laughs> baseline, yeah. Because, I mean, you go to one of the classes and that's really all everyone cares about. You got people um, breaking down at social events because they don't have their perfect 4.0, they don't have their 3.9 or whatever. Um, which is, I guess for everyone off the Island that I've told that is kind of like, like, what are you talking about? Like, that's, that's such a high grade. Like you can't always maintain that. Why is that so important or why is there so much pressure to achieve? Um, I think it's just because the, um, again, like the parents really want it because, um, whether they're really successful or they had to work hard for it, they want their kids to do the exact same. So they're kind of, um, uh, vicariously living through their kids, if yeah, that I makes get, sense. I get, I get that. Ian, do you feel a, a certain pressure to achieve a certain grade or just to do your the best that you can? Well, 
I think there's always a pressure from your teachers, from parents, from your own parents, from your friends. So like, you feel bad if you don't do well because everyone else seems to be doing well because everyone's pushed so hard. And personally, I haven't been the best student in the world, and like I've learned to like accept it and like just do the best that I can. And it's still not always enough for my parents. It's not always enough for my teachers. But like, I'm okay with where I am. Like. I'm okay with doing the best I can and like working hard, but like, it's not always going to be living up to everyone else's expectations, and I'm just kind of gotten used to that. So it's not that big of an issue for me anymore. It used to definitely be because when I was younger, I didn't really understand that like it was like if I'm making myself happy, like that's that's what's important. It's not only it's not about pleasing other people; it's about pleasing yourself. What are your expectations for yourself? Do the best that I can in every situation that I have facing me in the day, and if I don't do the the best that I can, kind of reflect on it and try and change it for the next time I have to go through that. David, what's your expectations for yourself? Ooh, I think just uh, living as a good person. I guess just doing like good things, like uh, good things. <laughs> 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 I guess like just like. Things that you kind of look back on, you're like, I'm glad I did that. And again, like if there's a bad situation, you look back on and reflect on it. I mean, I've been doing that a lot lately because, you know, you make bad decisions. Then you're like looking back on it and you're like, that wasn't a good choice, but I did it and I'm going to learn from it. So uh, definitely trying my hardest and just living as a quote unquote good person. It yeah. just did air quotes on radio for you guys that can't see <laughs> right now. Um, is there something that you look back on that sticks out in your mind, Dave, that um, you're proud you did? Ooh. Um, I guess, like, it's definitely situational because you just asked me that, like, right now. Um, what I always see is uh, there's a big portion where I was having to give a lot of people rides home because they weren't sober enough to drive. And um, I guess me looking at that is kind of like helping the – community and helping them too because it's just like um keeping them safe keeping the community safe and just like like things happen so it's like you want to keep everyone safe and um i guess it's just like making life easier for other people uh that's definitely something i'm proud of um but yeah, i mean there's definitely other situations and stuff that i'm proud of but that's like the first one that comes to mind ian on the other spectrum is there something you're not so happy you did? <laughs> oh, boy. Um, the list is really short, people. That's why he's struggling to yeah. figure it out. I'm trying to, like, I, maybe, well, there have kind of been some situations lately with my parents where it's kind of been a little, you know, awkward. And because of kind of scholastic issues with academics and stuff like that and I don't always handle that situation perfectly with my parents because they get mad at me and then I'm like oh why are you getting mad at me like fuck that like I'm not trying I'm not trying to take this and then I get mad at them and just escalate the whole situation and that's been kind of our mo for like my whole life of whenever we've been since I started talking, like whenever we had an argument, it's been like me being like, no, I'm not going to deal with this. And I finally tried to start 
like dealing with that and just like keeping myself calm and dealing with that. But are you are you receiving information properly, or are you really defensive when uh, your parents start bringing up topics about how you're doing scholastically? Defensive. It's kind of like I'll take the information and like be like, okay, like I see where you're coming from, but like don't like I don't want to take it like that. Like like let me deal with it on my own. And like they they're trying to like understandably help me because they want what's best for me which i very much appreciate but it's always hard for me to kind of take that criticism and get i'm kind of getting used to it at this point so do you think it's criticism or guidance or do you i think it's a little bit of both okay because they call me on stuff that i'm doing wrong like they're like okay you need to do this like you're not doing your homework you need to do it you're not like taking your trash out or whatever it's like you need to do it, but like they're still like helping me out, but they're they're calling me on my stuff. So like, it's kind of a bit of both. Establishing habits. Yeah. How how do you take information when it comes to your scholastics, David? Oh, uh, defensively, definitely. Do you think that's an age thing that just your body is your chemistry is made up that you're like, I know, shut up. I mean, I think is. I think it's a lot of things. I think it's definitely that because the age we're at, we really don't want to hear it from our parents. Um, that's definitely situational. But um, I guess, like, for me personally, if I'm going to school every day and working, like, my ass off and I get home and hear it from my parents, it's just kind of like, all right, like, I've just had six hours of me working hard and I get home to you guys just calling me out for all this and it's just like whether it's coming from your teachers or fellow students or your parents you're kind of just like i'm working my hardest over here why don't you guys just work on what you need to like i'll work on my stuff you guys just stay in your own lane so for me it's always been defensively i mean i definitely do take the criticism but (laughs) yeah it's defensively yeah Yeah. How, how do you think um parents should speak to you when it when it comes to keeping you on track or if you've obviously done something wrong two plus two is not five it's four um how did you get to this answer something like that um i guess like that's part of the learning process because if if i'm just like not doing it and getting it wrong because i'm not trying that's one thing but if I'm not doing it because I don't understand it, I think that's a whole nother thing. Because for me, if I don't get something, it's really hard for me to want to learn more. So I've always had to learn really slow. Uh, and at BHS, they they teach really fast and you kind of have to be competitive about what you're learning. And that's always been hard for me. So going into teachers and stuff uh, and asking them, uh, for extra help or tutors that's that's been something that like has been really apparent for me um but if i'm just not doing it because i don't feel like it that's a whole different thing that's me just like being a teenager i guess and yeah ian how many hours of sleep you get <laughs> on the weekday on a weekday six seven Day? I'm lucky. Uh, like five. I yeah. Think. So like that range, five, six, seven is kind of the magic number. Yeah, I think for high school. I think it's like this is how my day goes. You go to school, you get home, you do your your sports, then you got your your chill time at home, getting the homework, 
and then you do what you want until like 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock. Do you think your lack of sleep is uh, affecting you at all in, in school and athletics and extracurricular time that you have? I mean, it obviously has some sort of effect, but like, I think it's kind of part of the teen experience to be like sleep deprived and get through it. You know, like, <laughs> like I feel like every everyone gets, everyone has troubles with that. Everyone, like, I can't fall asleep until two in the morning. What am I going to do? I still have to wake up for school. Like, you just have to figure it out. Like, I think that's just part of learning as a teenager, and like figuring out your life kind of deal. So like, just like I see my parents like. Like, I think it's pretty stupid. My parents go to bed at, like, 9. I'm like, what are you guys doing? But, like, I can see that, like, they wake up at, like, 5 to go to work. And so they have to go to bed that early to be able to get enough sleep to be productive. And, like, I think just it's kind of one of those things you have to learn the hard way as a teenager where it's, like, you're not going to – like, there are very few kids that go to bed at, like, 8 or 9 every night. Right. Especially at our age. And But, like, as you get older, there are more and more and more of them. So, like, it just gets something you have to learn on your own, I think. Do you feel that there's um, pressure to hang out with friends in addition during the week? Ooh. Um, I mean, there's not – I think there's pressure to have friends. I don't know if there's pressure to hang out with friends. Like, you can hang out with your friends on the weekend. Like, you don't have to hang out with them during the week because, like – there are a bunch of kids who like don't want to hang out during the week because they want to get their homework done. They want to do their sports. They want to go to bed. But like on the weekend, it's like on a Friday night, like if you're the kid sitting at home by yourself, like you're a weirdo, like you, like you're supposed to have like in like our society, you're supposed to have friends. And like, there are kids that don't. So it's like, there's obviously pressure to have that. And I think it's, I think it's like a big issue because like there are kids that like just kind of want to sit like Dude, I'm, that's what I'm doing. I'm like, <laughs> like I just like to sit at home sometimes and like that's fine. But like I think there's a lot, a lot of pressure for that. Let's t- talk about a little bit of um, the struggles that we have in uh, get close to that mic, brother. I got you. Um, some of the struggles that kids have at school. Um, you might not believe this, but I didn't graduate yesterday. Um, <laughs> really? This, yeah, I'm pre-computer. Um, not a day over 18. <laughs> thanks. Um, yeah, there's a lot of firsts, and I can't even imagine what high school is like, and that's a big part of why I wanted to have you guys in here. Uh, you know, you guys are both soccer players, and that's how I know you, and I'm a soccer player, and this might be a ancient fact, but I played before shin guards. Shit. <laughs> I went to school before um, Facebook, <laughs> computers, all that stuff. And, uh, That's a long time ago. And no, it's not. <laughs> uh, it's yesterday. Um, I know there's a whole different level of struggles. I mean, the one struggle I felt like kids had when I went to high school is just not getting your ass kicked. That, w- that was the thing. Like, people were so bored, they were just beating people up just because they're in a different clique or whatever. Um, I want to talk to you guys about s- some of the struggles that, that I've heard of. And when you talk about social and sitting down on a Friday night and having an X amount of friends, you know, I see there's a lot of judgment where you have to have X amount of friends on Facebook. Otherwise, you're not cool. Um, you have to have an Instagram, Snapchat, all this other social media stuff. How do you uh, 
think that affects just a one-on-one friendship of like you two guys going out, having lunch or um, dinner after soccer and uh, talking and rapping compared to the amount of social pressure there is to have a lot of friends on social media and connect that way. Are you viewed that way in like you you are the popular or not popular kid based on a social media experience of any sort? Um, I think like it's increasingly becoming more like that. Like where if you got the more followers and you got a bigger social media, then you kind of gain popularity just because of that. Uh, I don't know why that is, to be honest. I think it's just because people know who you are. Like they see like if you're like friends with X amount of people on Facebook and have X amount of Instagram followers, like people are going to see you and like see what you're doing and who you're with and that kind of stuff. So they just know who you are. Do you feel that makes you more connected with the people that you go to school with or less connected? Less. That would be because you don't really know them because they're like, okay, they'll like your Instagram. They'll like comment on your Facebook, but like you didn't have a conversation with them. You don't, you didn't learn anything about them. Like you don't know them at all unless you're like actually friends with them. Yeah. You know what they look like. That's about it. Yeah. You know what they're doing on social media and that's about it. Is, is there a pressure to look a certain way or act a certain way on social media? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys buy into that? My social media is just me and my dog. So (laughs) I think me for me is not, I mean, I definitely love to post pictures where I think other people will like it, but I don't base my social media around other people, if that makes sense. Like, if I like it, I'll like, I'll roll with it. Like, I don't care. Like, there are definitely times where I'm like, oh, are people going to like, be like, what, what is this? Like, what are you doing? But then I'm like, who cares? It's not their Instagram. It's mine. Like, I don't really care. Like, people go through and, like, if they, like, posted something, like, in, like, sixth grade when they had they first got their Instagram, they, like, delete. What? They, like, delete. Sixth grade Instagram? Yeah. Yeah, that's, it starts early. It's getting younger and younger now. Yeah. And they, like, they delete Start all their. Start with me at 50. <laughs> <laughs> they delete all their, like, they're, like, in there, like, a sophomore now. They're, like, oh, I got to, like, delete all my, yeah. my, my lame posts from when I was, like, in sixth grade. Like, you didn't think they were lame back then. Like, why can't you just stick with them now? Yeah, the one thing I do like is the timeline or the gazette of your life. You know, like you can take a couple of minutes and and moments out of your life and say, hey, I want to remember this. Kind of like a time capsule situation. Mm-hmm. I, I like that aspect of it. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a good part of it. Um, does social media bring body image issues for people? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. Also, expand on that, Ian. Because, like, you're following all these, like, Talking to Mike, bro. You're, ta- you're following, <laughs> you're following like all these like banger buddy accounts and like stuff like you know. So stop, stop. What's banger bo- buddy? It's like a. How would you explain it, Dave? I, I mean, I would say it like you got the the most attractive male and female, yeah, exactly, just posted all over it, yeah. and and it's got like millions of followers. So everyone looks at it like, shit, like, that's what I need to be like. And it's like it's like the college Facebook page. So it's like. You post every, like, all these, <laughs> everyone's posting, like, all these pictures of these people, like, these really attractive people, like, drinking and partying and stuff like that. And it's, like, people look at it and they're, like, should that be what I'm doing? Like, is that what I'm supposed to look like? And I think people, like, try to change themselves to be like that sometimes. Like, if they think that's what they should be doing, then they try to do it. That, that blows my mind that some high school kid thinks 
Um, they're not going to get f- found out when they, you know, got a fifth of vodka in one hand and a bong in the other, and they put that on Facebook. And no, people do. People do. Yeah, people. <laughs> yeah, I see it people all the time, are, and I'm like, what are you thinking? Yeah, people no. are dumb. Like some people are just dumb. They don't get it. A lot of people think that like makes them cooler. Yeah, they think them a rep. Yeah, 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 because they're like, oh, I do this, so I can roll with everyone else that does this. And in reality, it's just like no one wants you to be doing that and we don't want anyone to know we do it so like <laughs> you're like just exposing everyone yeah. by doing it yourself and i mean nothing's changed like i'm sure when you were in high school you you were probably a god sent you probably didn't do anything probably, probably perfect perfect <laughs> student himself, the for perfect it. student but like nothing's changed like no but my dad taught at my high school so if i got out of line you know i got slapped upside the head immediately <laughs> yeah. it was no social media it was um somebody's parents said something to him and and that still happens that still happens like i guess that's what you don't see on social media like people do find out about that and they do get in trouble for it um whether it's they have to take it down or they get in trouble with their parents it's just like something does usually happen with it so yeah. Ian, how do you feel about the parents that stick the sign over the um, kid's neck, you know, big necklace that, you know, my kid is a dumb shit. He did X, Y, Z and make him post it on Facebook. Oh, God, I I don't get it. Like, like, why do you need to sh- like it's your personal shit? Like, right. <laughs> like if it's me, if my mom goes and posts something like that, like I'm like, mom, like, what are you doing? Like. Not every person has to know about this. Like, now it's just completely public. Anyone can find out about it. And even if it's a little thing, like, if it's like, oh, she, like, I, like, did something wrong. I, like, didn't, like, make my bed. And, like, she, like, posted on Facebook. Yeah, that's about it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm following your mom from here on out. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, I mean, she doesn't do that. But, like, there are parents here that, like, they are so controlling. They're so overbearing that, like, they think everyone needs to know like oh my kid does this and even like no matter if it's negative or if it's positive like if it's my kid made nhs my kid made varsity whatever like they're gonna know about everyone's gonna know about it but it's like there are some that like my kid i caught my kid with alcohol i caught my kid with weed like they're gonna say that too like it's kind of a weird spectrum it's I think it's just stupid because it's like you're calling yourself out for not being a good parent, like (laughs) teaching your kid that's a wrong thing to do. Like you're like, yeah, my kid did that, but I caught him for it. So yeah, we got him. It's It's all good. (laughs) I'm still mom of the year on Facebook. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. How I'm dealing with it. Hey, um, when it comes to health, you know, we talked a little bit about uh, lack of sleep and stuff. Um, Do you think the majority of kids are – are healthy in in high school age and are you guys are athletes and good athletes do you think everybody's exercising in high school i think for the most part yeah i mean especially on bainbridge uh like just from my experience at bainbridge it's not like we have a huge like obese population on the island and maybe it's because sports are really one of the only things to do in our free time or it's just no one like i I don't even know well i see like the cross country team has a hundred kids on yeah you know nobody gets cut there's there's a frisbee what do you call that ultimate Ultimate frisbee frisbee. yeah i ain't doing that yeah Uh, um it's kind of cool but (laughs) 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 okay 
I'm, I'm not hip. It's not cool. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Pardon me. It's all the Frisbee people out there. Um, but it ain't Frisbee golf. But yeah, it's, it's better than that. <laughs> we didn't go to Hilo. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Hilo. Yeah. <laughs> get, to, get your exercise on. Um, there's other aspects of health. Um, you know, there's depression. There's the lack of sleep. There's eating habits. You guys are always on the go. You know, you have to make a, s- a subconscious decision to seek out healthy foods. Um, parents aren't always home to cook, cook dinner or, hey, you guys still eat in the cafeteria? Do you guys eat cafeteria food? Yeah. Every once in a while, yeah. How's the food at the high school? It's not, it's, yeah, it's it's not, not bad. It's not horrible. It, like, it's really changed, hasn't it? It could be mm-hmm. worse. It's it no, could be much worse. It's no Salisbury steak like I had <laughs> back in the day. God. <laughs> And where exactly is the nugget on a chicken? Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> um, Something I'm not going to ask them. All. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not about. To, I'm not about to find that out. So, do you think um, that there's an issue with with health in the high school society? Like people aren't that healthy, or they are really healthy, or there's a onus on them? You know, like pose, posing these pictures and stuff of a of a healthy mind and body and you know, I look good in this dress or I look good in this suit or do you guys wear suits anymore? Yeah, sure. Yeah. All right. Not okay. the school, but not the, yeah, not school. Yeah, nobody wears them to work anymore either. Yeah. <laughs> you're, all, you're all right. Yeah. I think it's like, there's a people like portray themselves as healthy all over the place. Like it's like, yeah, I like look good. And, but like on the inside, their social emotional health yeah. is like, is uh, much, much less well built and taken care of. Because there is so much criticism here, it's kind of like if you're not if you're not cutting it, you're not cutting it. I mean, you'll you'll know about it. So I think, and there's just a lot of negativity no matter what. And I think it's probably like that in every high school. But since the pressure here from parents and teachers and coaches and just generally other people is so heavy, that it degrades everyone to a certain extent. Had, David, you left school, right? Yeah, I'm doing running start now. Yeah, and tell me some of the reasons why you got out of the high school rat race. Well, <laughs> I think, like, I'm not going to be the first to say this, but the the mental health at BHS is just fucked up. Yeah, it's at an all-time low. I'd yeah, say. yeah. Um, and, I mean, it does affect me, um, not, not, like, outstandingly, but it kind of just gets to you where it's just like, do I really want to be going to school with all these people that are depressed? You got anxiety and it kind of just rubs off on you. Like shit, like, should I be the one that's feeling that too? Like these like students are saying, yeah, I got my 4.0 and like, I'm sitting with like a, what, like a three, two or whatever. And it's like, shit, I'm not the perfect student. And I kind of get criticism for that. So it's like, even though I'm not doing badly in my mind, since everyone else, it kind of just like, degrades me if that makes sense and it's like it rubs off on you yeah yeah um so i went to running start because i could just kind of be with like a new group of people not even like friends just a new group of people that i didn't know um i could be a little more independent in my studies uh and just to kind of get a different perspective like the island's not the only thing that's going to be part of my life so i want to get off the island see what everyone's else view on things are. Stop. You went off the island? Yeah. You're crazy. I know, right? It's crazy. This bubble is perfect. <laughs> I know. I made it out. <laughs> Not yet, but soon. Yeah, man. Soon. Soon. Yeah. In, um, what's your relationship with 
um, your teachers and your, and your coaches, um, is that uh, intimate or is, is it standoffish or is it non-inclusive? What kind of relationship do you feel you have with the instructors that are kind of guiding you through life other than your parents? Well, with teachers, it's kind of difficult because there's always going to be teachers you like and there's always going to be teachers you don't like. And for me personally, there's been more that I haven't liked. So I haven't really had the best relationship with a lot of my teachers. And it's not, most of that is just kind of me because it's like they don't get how to teach me or I don't like them or they just rub me the wrong way. There's different types of learners. Exactly. um, Exactly. But um, there are obviously great teachers everywhere and we have a lot of them here. Um, But they're not always positive relationships because like some teachers talk down to you. Some teachers treat you as an equal. And when they, when it's much better when they treat you as an equal, because you feel like you actually have a say in your own learning instead of just saying, getting sacked down every day and saying, listen to this, do this, do this, do this, do this. And with coaches, I've always had good relationships. I've never had a bad relationship with a coach ever. Um, But, I think there are people who have had them because they just aren't capable of like the pressure that is placed on them is much harder than ones that they want to deal with. Like there are just some people who just want to have fun. They don't want to like compete their heart out. They don't want to like be super competitive. And there are kids who want to go super hard every day and be the best at what they do. And when you're kind of right in the middle, especially here, that kind of makes, makes it work. That's what I've found. When it comes to teachers, David, um, do you feel like they're open to listening to students? Oh, I think definitely some of them. The It's a minority, though, for sure. Um, I think it's the best teacher in my mind is one that can take criticism. Because there's a lot of teachers that you'll say, oh, I didn't understand this. Or could you could you go back and like reteach this or give me like a little update on it and they'll be really standoffish like oh what do you mean like you're the one not paying attention and it's just like like that's not why I'm coming in here like I'm just wondering like I didn't understand this and uh, I just want a little more help so I think like yeah give me an example of a good Good teacher. Okay, yeah. So, a good teaching experience that you had. Yeah, so the first first teacher that comes to mind is Mr. Johnson. So shout out shout to, out to yeah. Johnson. Yeah, Firmly Johnson. agree with that. Yeah. Firmly agree with that. And where is he? Is high, high he's school? He's at the high school, yeah. yeah. And what subject does he teach? Um, culture, power, society, and um, modern world history. Yeah, I modern think? world history. Yeah, so. That's a mouthful. It is. Yeah, he's yeah. a great he's a great teacher. He, I mean, like, what he does is he teaches it and then lets the students ponder on it if that makes sense, which is like in my mind, the best way to do it because we're learning from each other and we're also learning from other people's like uh, perspective. So you come into the class and you have your perspective and then someone else gives you theirs and you're like, damn, that's a better one than mine. Like I agree with that or it'll happen the reverse. So you give a good opinion and then they'll be like, you know, that makes a lot of sense. So, and he kind of just like is the one that um, he kind of just oversees it. So he's just like there to make sure we're on task and doing all the right things and gives us like the um, assignments. 
but he's not one that sits you down and is like, you're not doing a good job in here. You need to step it up or we're going to have to have a conversation with your parents. He's just like, well, what's going on in like your life? Like, can we, can we make something work a little bit better? So, um, and again, he's a, definitely a teacher that can take criticism. So like if you walked in and said, Mr. Johnson, um, I don't think this is the best way to go about it. He'd definitely be open to, um, he to talk about it. He consider your opinion. Yeah. That's and cool. it's kind of another, like going along with your own opinions, like learning from your and other people's opinions is kind of, a lot of it is based on experience too. So there's kind of, you get people ask questions about like a certain part of thing we just learned. And then a spin-off question from that would be, have you ever had any kind of experience with that? And how did you deal with it as opposed to what the people were learning about deal with it? And that's really interesting to me because kind of learning how other people work instead of just like yourself, because there are obviously there are other people out there and there everyone has a different opinion on certain things. So it's, it's kind of interesting for me to learn like how other people deal with situations and the difference between mine and theirs. Cool. Um, when it comes, when it comes to teachers, have you ever had somebody say, um, Google that shit, figure it out? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. There's teachers. I think there's two types of teachers. There's a teacher that does it to get paid. And there's a teacher that does it because they like teaching. Yeah. And the good teachers are the usually ones that want to teach and not just to get paid. Cause, cause this is a low paying job. Yeah. I mean, exactly. <laughs> like I don't, yeah, shit. Like teach cause you want to teach like the youth and like make a difference in their life. Not because you want to get paid for it. Yeah. You got something, something to give. Yeah. Like yeah. You're passionate about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. If you want to get paid, teaching is not the way to go. Yeah, no, exactly. And that, I mean, like I've told my mom that and she agrees with it. And I mean, I, I'm yet to tell a teacher that because shit, I don't know how they're going to take it, but I think that's, there's two categories. And the second you walk in a class, you can usually tell which one they are. Yeah. Even if it's completely, if it's the first day of school, new new year, yeah. and you walk into a classroom, you can tell, like, if this teacher's, like, hanging out, like, with, like, talking to someone, like, just having a conversation, then, like, then you can kind of tell that they're, like, they enjoy what they do. They don't just do it for money. And then if you walk in, the teacher's standing there, stack of paperwork. <laughs> Shit. Like, this is going to be, this is going to suck. That's the type of teacher you can bribe, because they're like, oh, yeah, I'll take some more money for that. Like, yeah. Exactly. Not really, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, stack yeah. of papers, isn't it all, like, digitized on the internet? Nah. Or do you actually, like, they use still a got pencil? getting paper cuts and stuff. Like, first, first day of school. <laughs> like, there's always the... First day of school is always, like, syllabus. Shit yeah, I don't even like, know why we sign that stuff anymore. Yeah, I know, neither. But, like, they're standing out there. They have set plan for the day. They're like, we're doing this, 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 and this. And then the other teacher's like, hey, we're going to do what we need to do and have fun doing it. So it's like what kind of teacher would you rather have? I think it kind of depends on your learning style. Yeah. The one that goes, goes with the flow a little bit. Yeah. Um, do you feel that there's, um, a huge personal responsibility on yourself to accomplish all these things? Or do you feel like you're a team member with you, with your parents and, and your, um, other, uh, classmates and coaches and stuff, et cetera? I think it's just the way you view it. Um, if you want to be the one that's like carrying yourself and you got a set plan in, in your mind, then I think there's a lot of kids that do just want to be the lone wolf, I guess, and just like carry themselves. But there's definitely kids that struggle or that want it to be more of a team effort and like those big classes where you get to work together. Um, so I think it's like it's both. 
It's definitely both because like there's kids that just want to be alone, get their grade. And then there's kids that want to collaborate and do bigger things with the community, with their teachers, their parents, their classmates. So it just comes down to the way you view it. Yeah. Competitive or collaborative. Mm -hmm. Um, when it when it comes to drugs in school, <laughs> why are we laughing? It's a problem. That's it's a it big is. problem. <laughs> now I want to know how deep of a problem it is. it is. I did a little research, and I want I want to give you a, a little bit of list. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. And you let me know if this is really crack a lacking or ain't happening. We'll say fact or false. Fact or fiction. <laughs> fact or fiction. <laughs> Bath salts. Fiction. Fiction. Definitely. I've never heard of anyone doing that. That's like the, yeah, it's like 30 year olds. Yeah. I've never heard of that. Elephant tranquilizers. Never fiction again. I've heard of horse tranquilizers. Yeah. 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 Nice. (laughs) Laka. Ooh. uh, I've heard of that. What is it? What is it again? Laka. It's like, like synthetic. Oh yeah. Yeah. Spice. That's like synthetic. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. That's a, that's a big here. Yeah. Yeah, um, methadrone or meow meow. Oh shit! I think I've heard of that like once. I, I don't think, think heard, kids do I've, it here. I've though. heard of it in like a like a TV situation. I've never heard of it in like a the like, law and order repeat. Yeah, yeah, yeah something yeah, like yeah. that. It's like I've, I've never, never heard. Yeah, I've never, I've never heard, heard it on here. campus or anything. The cheese. I've heard of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's uh, like, Tylenol PM mixed with heroin. Costs two dollars a hit. Like I've never heard of it here, but I've heard of it. Like yeah, shit, on, I've like, never heard of that. Jeez, nutmeg. Oh yeah, actually, that's weird. <laughs> that's I don't, that's weird. like the kids that really want to do shit just to do it. Yeah, that's like they're like trying to be cool. So I don't think. Like, yeah, I don't. Oh, think I tried it. Anyone's like, going through that big of a struggle where they want to get high off nutmeg? Yeah, <laughs> I heard of it. <laughs> like maybe that's me, but let's grade some nutmeg. Yeah, let I me start seeing stuff. Doing that. I want to hear what it's like. I, I heard about it in. I've never heard of it here, but I've heard about it. Yeah, I heard about it in this TV show that this kid on the islands from the Netflix original Quinn Liebling. Shout oh, out yeah, to him. Yeah, yeah. Shout out Quinn Liebling. What and show is that? It's called. I don't remember what it's called. Everything sucks. Everything sucks. Uh, yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. about school. It's about school, and like these kids are like. I saw a preview of that this week. Yeah, yeah it's 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 pretty solid, and it, like it honestly kind of makes total sense. It makes a lot of sense. Like, there's a lot of parallels with, go, with what goes on here. I feel like it might be like that at every high school. Like, I don't, yeah, they might I'm be drawn sure from is. experiences that they see. Yeah, yeah. Nutmeg, though. I haven't heard of that shit here. Yeah, I've never. <laughs> I just heard of it in the show. I was like, what does that shit actually work? Like, Uh-oh. there's no way. There used to be spliffs where you rolled up the cigar and the weed, but uh, now I hear there is um, cat catnip and tobacco rolled up together. Never heard of that shit. I've never. That's out there. I'm That's full. pretty Jeez. insane. What the heck? <laughs> um, trying everything now. <laughs> antidepressants. Yeah, yep. all the time. Yep. Prozac. Prozac. Got Xanax. Xanax yeah. yep. Everything. That is a big thing. That's massive. Vicodin. Yeah. Yep. All of that. Like, Pill popping kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like they're, they're Oxy. rich white kids. Like what else are they going to do? Uh, study. Get sleep. Stay healthy. Except that's exercise. not that's not what high schoolers yeah. do. You got to be cool. Come yeah, on. They, hey, high schoolers, hashtag that ain't cool. Yeah, that's not <laughs> it's fucking not, cool. It's not. Now this one blows my mind, and it's sickening. It, the vodka tampons. And yeah. What? Yeah, no, I've heard of that. Shit. Wait, 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 wait. Can you explain that? 
No, wait, no, no I can't. Yeah, don't explain. <laughs> uh, Dude, you can just like, uh, think wait, about wait, it. Wait, think th- about it for a minute. Is it like, oh, God, yeah, bro, that's, no, that's nasty. Just think about it. No, that's a thing, though. That's definitely Is a that thing. a thing here? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I think I've, I've never heard, heard of, of that. I've heard of like... I think Eyeballs I'm, and anals. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> it has really messed up a lot of kids across America mm. and massive bleeding and the thought process is that the kid would get drunk quicker off less. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What kind of drugs that are not on that list I just gave you that you're seeing? Oh, fuck. Jewel. Oh, yeah. Jewel. Jewel, Jewel. Yeah, tell me about Jewel. I, I just <laughs> heard about that, but I didn't catch what, yeah, what that you, was you, about. You take that one. Cause... Me take that one? Okay, so it's like, it's a little thing. I don't know. I they can't see me, but it's this little metal kind of... What would you describe it as? Like a like a USB. Like yeah, USB drive. That's a good way. It's like that kind of size, and you put these little little pods in it in the top. And what it's kind of pods? Nicotine. It's nicotine. Just straight nicotine. Ah, uh, not straight. It's nicotine. not straight, but it's like one percent, six percent. One pod has what? It's like a pack of cigarettes pack in pod. one one pod. And that is massive. It's like an e-cigarette, basically. Yeah. And it, it doesn't have any like smell to it. So kids do it all the f- at all the time at school. How do you do it? What does it do to you? It's just like it's a head rush. It's, it's I mean, like if you've ever smoked a cigarette, it's, and it's like exactly like that. For everyone that's not, it's just like you stand up too quick. Yeah, it's like that kind of, and your head kind of get woozy. You get, get, you're going, and then your head's kind of, like, and, and that's fun. No well, shit. If you're at school all day, I guess for some kids it is. For me, hell no. No, it's not. Like it's not. I'd rather sleep in school than do yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's funny. That's like a more productive use of time. Like, and like, it's been like people have been getting like busted. Yeah. Jewel. Yeah. Yeah. And in like in the bathroom. Do be, do people um, smoke these e-cigarettes in the bathroom? Yeah, at yeah. all the time, all, every day in class too. In if class. you can get away with it. Why? Just be cool. People getting drunk at school. Yeah. People people doing dumb shit all the time. <laughs> You go to school, I mean, like, usually people look at it as a nice place, but you walk into school and you're there for a week and you're like, shit, like, everyone here is messed up. If you know, like, if you really get, if you're, like, from somewhere else and you really come and try and get immersed into the kind of (laughs) Bambergian culture, like, you'll you'll see that there's, like, some, there's some shit that's really fucked up here. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. Yep. 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 All right. We went dark. (laughs) We'll go dark again here, but um, let's get back on track on what's good about school. What's good about school? You're learning, I guess. Yeah. That, I mean, like, a lot of people don't think that's fun, but I think it's really fun. You're learning about stuff that you've never heard about. Um, I think that's the only good part of school now. Like, yeah, shit. I, besides that, I don't see anything really great about school, and that's why I'm doing, like, my own independent studying stuff now. Because it's like, I want to learn, but I don't want all this extra bullshit. Like, yeah. Word. Ian, what's good about school? For me, it's kind of like I do enjoy learning when it's the right kind. If I'm interested in it, I like enjoy it. Like, I really like world history. I really like. Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> Recess. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, even though we don't. But talk like, that. there is, like, I enjoy that kind of stuff. But like the the part of school I enjoy the most is like hanging out with my friends. Like just like walking down the hallway and seeing someone and be like, "Hey, what's up?" Like. The social interaction for me is the most important part of it. Like, I think you can be as smart as you want, but if you don't know how to interact with other people, like... It's useless. You're, yeah, you're not going to get anywhere. Like, you're not going to be able to get a 
job. Like, you go into a job interview, you can't fucking talk to a person. Like, case in point, Bill Gates, Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, all nerds. Yeah, fuck. Maybe I should never have went, been a nerd. Never went anywhere. <laughs> yeah, never, no, not at all. But like, they they still learned how to talk to people. Or like, I'm sure they kind of probably knew anyway. But like, there are those kids who like, they just don't. They're hella smart, but like. They just don't really interact with anyone. Do you ever reach out to somebody that's socially awkward? Yeah. How do you do so? It's fun. It's it's really, it's pretty fun. Because, like, when you, like, if you talk to someone that, like, doesn't really have anyone talking to them all the time, it makes them happy. It makes their day. Yeah, they got a lot to say. And, the, like... It makes you feel good? Yeah. Yeah. Completely. Like, if you see someone... Like sitting like at lunch, you're like you, you walk into the lunchroom, you see this kid, one kid sitting by himself at a table, and you're like, you know what, like I don't have anyone else here at my lunch, like, or I'd rather just go like make a new friend or like like make someone else's day, like you just go sit with them and like see what they have to say and see what they're about. Like, I love doing that. Like it's really really interesting to learn what other people have to say, and especially people who don't get to say it that much. Like, there are those people who don't really get to talk to anyone. Like. They they got interesting stuff to say. Do you, when it comes to um, mental health in high school kids, um, you guys kind of went through quite the tragedy having a suicide on campus mm-hmm. this year. Yeah. Um, do you see mental illness or depression or just the loners around that kind of put up a red flag for you guys in any way? Yeah, I mean. I think it's the um, it's not even that people like uh, it's not like you see someone like crying by themselves every day or something like that. It's a lot of the people that are um, keeping it inside themselves where it's right. really the red flag. Um, I mean, I didn't know the girl personally, but from what I heard, it's just kind of like out of the blue, maybe. Yeah. And it's just like, did sh- you know her Ian? No, I like, I like didn't. Like, I remember when everything was popping up, like, where is she? Like, what's going on? Like, I was like, I don't know who this is. Like, who, like, I was worried about it because, like, obviously it's, like, someone in our school community. Like, you don't want anything bad to happen to anyone in your school community. But, like, I didn't know her, so I didn't really know how to react. And I think that was how a lot of people felt about it. Like, because, no, like, their people obviously knew her because everyone poured their hearts out after it happened and, like, everyone was there to support everyone and everyone came together. But like, especially for me, cause we were older. We didn't like a lot of the people in my grade didn't really know anything about this girl. So we felt kind of awkward in the whole situation. Like we didn't know how to help, but like we, we all felt, we felt horrible for the whole community. We all wanted to help, but we just didn't, at least I personally didn't really know what to do. Because I didn't know her, so I didn't want to take away from the people who did know her very well. Because I didn't want to be, like, acting like I was, like, super... Yeah, you don't want to jump on the bandwagon. Yeah, like, because it's obviously a horrible tragedy that's happened in our community. But, like, you don't want, like, you want to leave room for the people who actually have, like... Intimate knowledge about it. Yeah, exactly. And not guess. But, like, you still want to be able to help. And I think that's kind of where a lot of people kind of fell out of the kind of sit like not the system, but the, um, what's the word? I don't know. <laughs> fell out of the, the loop on this whole deal where like they didn't know what to do. So like, they just kind of like 
try to like put it put it in the back of their mind and i think that messes with people because like if you have something like that in the back of your mind like it it messes with your head because like could you have done something to help could you have not like what you don't know and so it kind of puts a second guess in your own mind about yourself and what you're doing i definitely felt that like i was like i wanted to help but i didn't want to like take away from anyone else who actually had that kind of knowledge have you guys ever had suicidal thoughts Honestly, I think me, yeah, I, I think it's just like going through some shit. You, you're kind of not thinking straight, I guess. Right. Yeah. Um, it's hard to process. Yeah, it's not something like comes up every day. Like, oh yeah, like, yeah, it's not something that comes up every day. But there's definitely situations that it's like, I think there's a few like pinpoint situations that I've been through where I've been like, shit, I'd rather be in the sky right now, like chilling with someone I know. Mm. That's deep. Yeah, I mean, I guess, like, the only people I've asked me about it, like, I've just said, like, in those in those, in those those situations, I've been like, I'd just rather be, like, watching over someone right now and not have to deal with this. Yeah, I, I am okay with heights, but I always have this irresistible urge yeah, right? to, like, jump or right? fall no, off the rail. Scary. And it's, it kind of, like, overcomes my body, and it, I know... Mentally, it's not something that I should do or want to do. Yeah. But my body gets this urge, like when I'm walking over a bridge or I'm out on the uh, roundabout on the Space Needle or, or some, or even on the ferry, yeah. you know. And there's a fine line of taking action and yeah. controlling your body's feelings. Have you had any similar feelings like that, Ian? Um, I've thought about like what people would do if I wasn't around anymore. Like, I've been, like, like, would people care? Like, would I, like, would I be missed? Like, would that kind of, like, would I have a big effect? But, and, I like, I mean, I think everyone has those, those kind of thoughts. Like, yeah, I agree. Would it be easier if I just wasn't here? Would I, like, would I be happier if I just was somewhere, if I'm just watching over someone else? Or, like, if I'm just up in the sky just chilling? We'd miss you, Ian. <laughs> um, but, like. I think everyone has those kind of thoughts, like not all the time and not maybe only once, maybe more than that, maybe all the time. But like, I don't think anyone should ever have to feel like that. Yeah. yeah. Cause like no one deserves to feel like that. Like everyone, everyone wants everyone around. Like, yeah. absolutely. Like no matter what, like, like this whole situation we had earlier this year, like I didn't know the girl, but like, I still wanted her around. Like, it's not like, even though I didn't know her, like I was like, like that, she don't deserve that. Like, like we, our community should have nurtured her better and made it. So she didn't feel like that. And like that part of that's on us. Yeah. Wow. Well said, well said. Um, how do you guys feel about the society as a whole? I know we live in this bubble here on the Island and, I often say, you know, either on the East Coast or the Best Coast, and and you got a brain, but everybody in the middle is, <laughs> is a little a little off, a little different, um, and that's okay, I guess, as long as we don't get in too much trouble. But it seems like the society is going to hell quickly in a lot of ways, and that can become overpowering, especially if you don't have a mindful attitude and look for look for the good in things and. You know, like you guys said earlier about loving yourself, 
how do you guys feel in the society and with all the school shootings you know it it's just been going on and on and on and now i think it was yesterday that florida did not pass the new gun law right after that mass For killing i mean yeah, it is and yeah. how does that make you feel as a high schooler and i mean my son's 10 and he's had two lockdowns already this year at school and he's very versed in what to do it's commonplace i mean he knows exactly what to do in a lockdown and i i can't speak for his emotional feelings but he seems to think that's kind of the norm no nah, no that's and, but it, it kind of is it, it shouldn't be but yeah. it is and i want to know what kind of thoughts you have and if you have fears of that um especially after seeing a death in your school and then you know recently stuff's been popping off the guy got shot down and and killed on the on the liveaboard and then down on madison and you know guns are everywhere and they're easier and easier to buy what kind of feelings do you guys have as high schoolers with the mass shootings going on I think there's, like, a politics side, which says, like, it's very controversial. But there's also the teenage side right now and the people that kind of have the same opinion that it's just fucked up. Like, yeah. no one wants that to happen. Yeah. Like, no, no one guy yeah, did. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, unless, like, no, like, normal kid wants that. No one, no normal kid wants to see their friends get shot up. No one wants to see their school get shot up. Mm -hmm. No one wants to see their friends get harassed like no one's wanted to see their friends get bullied bullied like yeah. just like no one wants to see that unless you're like super fucked up <laughs> like the people that do this kind of shit like they're Why? the problem yeah like and we need to fix that problem how, how do we go about that what is that solution Yo. gun control and more like like mental it's meant call comes back to mental health I think it's just people need to be like humans to each other and be like, are you all right? Like, are you okay as a knowledge? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's kind of what it comes down to. I mean, you can regulate as much violence as you want, but it, it comes down to being like, Hey Tim, are you all right as a person? Like, how are you doing? Fabulous. Uh, uh, there we go. And maybe I'll talk Thanks to you. Thanks for asking. Yeah. Yeah. Not a problem. You doing all right? Yeah. Ian, you good? Yeah, see, I mean, I mean, that's what it is. That's all it takes. If someone says, no, I'm not doing well, and then you kind of explore you that. It out. Yeah. You figure it out with them instead of letting them, letting them it. doing it themselves. Yeah. Because that's where, that's where stuff goes wrong. Yeah. Because they get it all, they get all in their head. They're like, maybe this is what I should do. Maybe I should shoot up this school because these people were fucking with me. Maybe I should, like, go and do this. Maybe I should go and do that. And that's where, that's where everything goes wrong. No, you guys have uh, dropped the f bomb a few times here. You must have proud parents right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, they don't you know, uh, there's there's some studies out there that say that people that use profanity are smarter, so you can always use that as your defense. Yeah, yeah, me and Ian out here, but the smartest kids. Smart. <laughs> <laughs> um, the vernacular in school are are teachers loose with that? Can you talk like you're talking now to me? Ian? I mean, a lot of people think yeah. A lot of uh, it again it comes down to the teacher but i guess like i don't know i was watching an interview with someone i cannot remember who it was but if you choose to get offended by that then like you're getting offended by no, it that's on you if i say like shitty and like good job out there you can take it as like a bad thing or a good thing like 
I, a lot of people say good shit nowadays and it's like kind of a oxymoron. It's like <laughs> good, but bad, good, bad. But then it's like, if you come into like our lingo and stuff, that means like really good. Like, and so I guess like if you choose to get offended by it, that I'll let you get offended by it. But, and, and I feel bad about it. And they'll respect <laughs> it. Like you respect, you respect like if, if you say that and someone's like, oh, don't say that, like, uh, that bothers me. Then you're like, okay, like, yeah, in my the bad. workplace, in the workplace, I don't swear. At school, I'm like, okay, well, I don't I mean, I'm around a lot of kids my age. Like, they can feel what I'm feeling too, I guess. And they're all saying it. Why don't I say it? I, f- I try and do it. I try and be less so around teachers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, you know. It's a respect it's thing. It's a respectful thing. Because, like. You don't go up to your grandma and be like, yo, what the fuck is up, bro? <laughs> like, you don't do that to your, like, people that you respect. So, like, why do you do that to your teacher? If it's, like, someone who's helping you figure something out, someone who has more experience than you, like, you respect that. And, like, you don't, like, if I'm just sitting at, like, lunch with my friends, I'll be like, yeah, like, I'll, I'll do that. But, like, someone who has more experience, someone who's trying to help me, someone who cares about me, I try not to, I try to be more respectful and tone that down i get it you got no respect for me <laughs> hey no we we know you're cool that's why we have, we yeah. have the utmost respect yeah for you. that's that's what it is hey um after high school how far in the future have you thought you know what what are your plans day do you have a day. plan day by day day by day Take for it me as it comes yeah, yeah. i kind of go day by day and then jump 10 years <laughs> so i i try and just get through the day and then at night, I'm thinking, like, shit, what am I going to end up doing? Where am I going to end up being? Like, what's what's my life going to be like? And I don't try and think of a plan. I just kind of, like, ponder to myself, like, what's life going to be like? Like, am I going to be happy? Like, what am I ideally, what's the ideal situation for myself? And how do I get there? Yeah, I think, like, I look into the future and just want to think, like, I hope I'm happy, yeah. whatever I'm doing. And I think that's what a lot of a lot of people need to do is we should be like, I just want to be happy. Not have Absolutely. The, yeah. I mean, like you can have these ladders to like kind of plan everything out. But in the end, it's like, if something goes wrong, then the, what are you going to do about it? Like, yeah. cause there's shit happened. Yeah. Like you're going to, you're going to come across things in life that suck and that set you back. Like you're going to, people are going to get sick. People are going to get hurt. People are going to have mental health issues. People are going to not do well when they think they need to, but you got to figure it out. Like you just got to take it as it comes. And that one day at a time. Exactly. exactly. So it's kind of all comes back to the one day at a time thing. Like I know, I don't know if I, uh, whatever, but my dad had cancer and he like, he thought about it and he was like, I remember this very clearly him saying, I'm just going to take it day by day and just do what I need to do. And I don't think if he hadn't done that, I think it would have been a lot worse for him because he, like, he did what he felt he needed to do. Like, he, if he felt like he needed to take a nap, he took a nap. If he felt like I needed to go bike, he went bike. Like, went bike. That that was bad. <laughs> um, but if you don't take shit day, like that day by day, it's kind of like you think you look towards all the way in the future and you're like, you picture the bad situation. Like, I know that I do that. Like, if I, if I, if I think I'm in a situation where I messed up, I think about, like, what's the worst that can happen to me? And then I try and calm it down and be like, okay, if that does happen, what am I going to do? Like, set, like, set steps up and kind of do that kind of stuff. So I think taking it day by day is the best way to go about life. 
And just know the plans change all the time. Mm -hmm. And sometimes getting to know is is a great starting point. No, I can't do this. So I'm moving on to the next thing. And open door. Yeah. Yeah. Invisible man. (laughs) And know that a a job is just a means. It's not how it's how it defines you. Like they're those they're the kids who like they're happy if they're a freaking bus driver. And then there are those kids that want to be or they think they want to be the business CEO guy, but is that going to make them happy? Like what, where are they going to be happy in that situation? Like where do they actually want to be? And I think that's another thing that is messed up around here. Like there's so much pressure to be this big man, like not even, not always big man, big, big lady, big, whatever you want to be like the head honcho. <laughs> yeah. The, just be the big, the most, leader the most successful yeah, yeah, yeah. person a lot of people don't want that they're just yeah. like i'll sit back and do what makes me happy and i mean i've met a few people that do that and <laughs> already yeah they're happy about that they're yeah. like i'm i'm loving life right now and i'm gonna be the best at what i do and not worry about being the most successful the wealthiest and the most looked up to i guess yeah you need to get a little taller if that's the case i know <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hey I, I don't want to take away from any more your um Homework time here tonight, um, but I appreciate you guys coming in on a Monday yeah, night. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. Oh, Thanks for having us. Yeah, my pleasure. I do want to touch on uh, soccer before we go because that's our commonality. Great. Other yeah, than yeah. we're all three good-looking guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, how do you feel the soccer culture is? How, well, let me back up. How long have you been on the island, David? Oh, uh, I think like coming up on nine years, ten years now. Yeah. Seventeen. Born and raised, huh? Uh, moved here when I was one from Seattle. He's got a lot of street. Uh, so we got a lot of, yeah, I got, <laughs> got a street kid. Yeah, the street kids. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty hard. No big deal. Yeah. Um, how do you feel the soccer culture is here on the island, David? Ooh, it's <laughs> ebbs and flows. Definitely. There's times <laughs> where everyone's getting along and, um, kids are playing soccer to play soccer. And I think there's times where Parents are duking it out just to duke it out. They don't have anything better to do, so why not go after their coaches or other parents or other kids? So, I mean, it just doesn't make sense to me in that sense why parents would get super involved. My parents have always been ones that sit in their car and watch the game because they don't want to get into – Dispute. They're pretty supportive. Of yeah, me, yeah, no, they but support me a lot. But they stand in the yeah in the, to stand in the rain. They yeah. stand on the, on the backside, you know, and they're not yelling and screaming. Yeah, no, exactly. I, yeah, it. I think it just com- needs to come down to you got to support your kid and what they're doing, and let them figure it out. If the coach is doing something really stupid, then yeah, but if not, then just let it happen. Yeah, Ian. <sighs> I think it's pretty new. high school player of the year, Ian Drury. Ooh, big man. <laughs> um, Speaking of head honcho, <laughs> I think I think it's pretty neutral. I think it kind of goes back and forth because I remember there's been times when everyone's been happy playing and like it's just they're playing because they want to play. And then there's been times when I can think of a time. Do you remember like last last season, last this past fall, we played a game in Seattle and this kid's dad just this kid isn't playing at all. And he comes over at halftime and just wails on the coach. He just yells and screams at him. And we're all like, what's going on? Like, why is this happening? And then, but like, there's never, I've never seen anything like that here. Like, there's been stuff around. Like, parents have been yelling at refs. Like, that always happens. Parents are yelling at 
kids, like, go do this, do this, do this, when they think they know. They think they know what to do, but they don't. But I've never seen, personally, any big kind of blow-up fights. I I know there have been. Yeah. But I've never personally seen one on the island, so I can't really... I think everyone, I think it's a good culture around here. People like it. There's there's a lot of soccer being played. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm about to bounce out here and play a Portuguese game of futsal. And, uh, <laughs> it's a good time. Y- you guys have all taken my clinic once or twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> good clinic. Uh, great clinic. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and you guys are out and about um, playing at the high school, working on your own, your, on your game. I, I see you all the time. Um, out there playing pickup. How do you feel... Um, club is compared to high school soccer. Well, Ian, you you left the club here, right? You, you went off island. To I play. did, I did, and then I came back. So we left, like our whole team left in 2012, 2013, and we went over and played in Kitsap, and it just seemed much more serious there. Like everyone was like taking it like to the next level. Like that was, like we all decided like if we want to get better, we have to go play here. Because, like, this is where the better teams are. This is where we play against better teams. And, like, it's not... I came back, and I've just had more fun. Yeah. Like, coming back to play on Bainbridge instead of having to drive 45 minutes three times a week there and back to get to practice or a game, like, it's just not worth it. Like, I don't play because I want to be the best. I play because I want to have fun. And if I end up being the best along the way, like, that's great. But, like, that's not... I play to have fun, and Bainbridge is a good place to have fun at soccer. Not not really a lot of other things, but <laughs> um, it's. I'm glad I came back, David. Um, sorry, what was the question? Club versus high school soccer. Club versus high school. Yeah. Um, for me, club has always been something that uh. I've taken a little bit more serious. Um, my coaches have always pushed me to take a little more serious. Um, in my experience, I've had coaches that always want to push me, including yourself, obviously. Um, and then, uh, so I've been I've been really lucky with coaches that really want to push me and see me get better. Um, so I've always taken that pretty seriously, and I think that's a lot of fun. High school, it's more. I feel like it's more of a community. Because you're with, like, I'm with Ian now five days a week training an hour and a half plus the games. Plus you got your peers at the games. Exactly. As opposed to traveling team where, you know, your girlfriends ain't coming. Next Friday night, 630, come out. Yep. Shout out Friday. Yeah. So I think it's more of a community. Like, I mean, I haven't been going to school with them because I've been at Running Start. And it's kind of brought me back into the, the loop of what these guys are doing. Do you think high school should be a competitive sport? Or or more a social relationship based. Uh, I think event. The, should all the seniors play that, that are capable of playing, and you do your best, or should it be you put the best team out there and try to win games and screw the playing time and equality and all that good stuff. That that was it. It would kind of go into a little bit of a change. Yeah. This right year, because last year we had a different coach, and it was, the system was a little different, and it was <laughs> it was kind of meant. Like, this last year was more meant to have fun and, like, get everyone playing time. Like, if you work hard, you'll be on the team, that kind of stuff. And, like, we didn't really take it completely seriously. Where this year, 
our team probably isn't as good as it could have been last year if we did take it that seriously. But since we're taking it more seriously, we all are wanting it more. We all want to win more. And that's just the change of system. Like it's like it's kind of interesting, especially to see the difference between the two, how it kind of brings everyone together in a different way. Cause like everyone's like talking about it like like we want to win, like we want to do this, we want to do like we want to win metros, we want to win state. And last year it was like, let's just have fun, like let's just like go bool around on the field and like have a good time. Yeah. What, what was that word? Bool. I'm unfamiliar with that. What's bool? It's just like chill, Wild. like just have Crazy, fun, yeah. like just have a good time, kick it. All right. It's like chill. I think like going off what Ian just said. Um, I think the community and the taking it seriously with like what I consider like my family, because when I go out there, I'm always playing for, for the other guys on the team, I guess. I'm not playing for my girlfriend or, uh, my dog or my family. I'm playing for the other guys on the team to help support them and what they do and my coach. Um, and I think if, if you all have that mindset, uh, like all your other players and stuff, then you're going to come out on top because all of them are trying hard. You're trying hard. You're having a good time with it. And it just promotes like wanting to get better. Because yeah. if you if you work just for yourself, like you're not going to get anywhere because like it takes a whole team to win a game, not just one, not just one guy. And when I'm out there like with like, I completely agree with David, like who I consider to be my family, like we all have spent so much time together and we work hard for each other because everyone else has put in just as much work as we have. Like everyone else on the team has been working hard and we need to acknowledge that. Like, and you don't work hard for yourself. You work hard for everyone else because you're not going to be able to do it just by yourself. You have any aspirations playing college? I thought about it. Um, I think it would kind of take, I've wanted to in the past and I keep kind of going back and forth. Um, I think I have to play in some sort of way. I don't know what it's going to be. I don't know if it's going to be the team or a club team or the intramurals or whatever. But I don't think I can go without it. Like, it's just been such an integral part of my life for the last, what, 15 years, 16 years that, like, I just can't not do it. You'd be itching for it. Yeah, I'd just be like, yeah. when, I, I, don't, when I don't play for, like, a week, I'm, like, tweaking out, like, <laughs> like trying to, like... He's itching. I'm like, you know. I'm like, nut, like trying to like play, like kick a ball at my mom in the house, and she gets pissed. Like, I like, I, it's just like an instinct for me at this point. I just have to do it. I feel you. I mean, I'm going on my 47th year of playing, and I got to play every week. It's yeah. just, it's in me. And I think that's a, g- a good way of looking at it too. Is you know, yeah, some people have aspirations of playing college and professional, but there's nothing wrong with club and intramurals at the college level and playing in an adult league here or there. Um, It's a sport much like tennis. I think that if your body holds up, you can play for a long, long time. Knock on wood, Tim. (laughs) But if your body, that's a big if. (laughs) Yeah. Because these days (laughs) people kick you, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Especially when you start to slow down. (laughs) All right. Any shout outs you want to, want to say? Oh, geez, Louise. Um, shout, shout out, out to Louise. Yeah, shout out to anyone that's working hard, doing yeah. what they want to do. Nice. Just, if you're yeah. if you're happy, keep doing it. That's shout out to my mom. You know, yeah, brought me in this too. world. Hashtag Molly. Yep, neither. <laughs> dads don't get enough shout outs, man. Hey, can we give some shout outs? To I our shout dads? out my dad all the time. Shout out Michael Nickenin, Ben Jury. You're the best. Thanks for teaching me everything I know, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, damn. Ian Jury, thank you for coming on. Thanks David for having Nickenin. me.
Thank you. It's Appreciate it. It's a pleasure. I yeah. wish you all the best. It's You've been, been a listening. Pleasure. Yeah. You've been listening to the bystander. Be kind.